Hey guys, Seth here on Modern Da Vinci. Today I want to talk about one thing in negotiations that throws a lot of people off and results in poor outcomes from negotiations, but also a simple thing that you can do to address that problem. Uh, what I'm going to talk about today is drawn from the book called Getting to Yes. It's a classic. Uh, it is based on the concept of principled negotiation. And the whole idea is that what we normally do by default when it comes to any type of negotiation is engage in what we call positional bargaining. In positional bargaining, sort of traditional if you imagine yourself buying a car, you go in, you stick firm with the price that you want to pay, the dealership is sticking firm with the price that they want to charge you for it. Maybe there's a gap of a couple thousand dollars, whatever it might be. And you become very entrenched uh, each side in those particular positions. So for example, if the highest price that you've said that you're willing to pay is $30,000, the dealership insists on $35,000, you're both locked into a pretty firm position. And what traditionally happens is sort of a haggling, a back and forth. Maybe one concedes a little bit and another, and maybe in a perfect world you get to the middle and everybody shakes on it. Now the problem with this approach is twofold. One, it can take a long time, it can be very painful. And two, in the end, generally speaking, nobody's really left happy with the result. You split the difference, you leave, and everybody has kind of a dissatisfaction with the way that things went down. But it's also, again, sort of the traditional default way that we uh, often engage in negotiations. So in the getting to yes framework, a better way to address negotiations is based on the principled method. And the key is to focus on what we call interests instead of positions. So even though the car example is really basic, we'll stick with this for a second. As the buyer of the car, what are your interests is the question to ask yourself. Is it because you're looking for safe transportation for your family? Is it because you uh, there's a certain style or features that appeal to you? Is it because you uh, have a certain sentimental value attached to that brand, make, model, whatever it is? And from a dealer's perspective, obviously they have an interest in things like you know sales and making a profit. But they also probably, you would like to think, would have interests in building a good relationship with you as the customer or getting good satisfaction results that uh, are reported on their website or whatever it may be, or maybe their interest is in clearing the lot. So those are the things, those are the driving factors that sit behind the position that we've taken, which is very specific and honed in on price. So why is this so important? Well, as negotiators, uh, for you yourself, as you prepare to go into a negotiation, as you anticipate what the other side uh, is going to be bringing to the table, or even in the middle of the negotiation, if you can focus on interests and not positions, it can unlock a whole lot of creative opportunities that weren't on the table before. So again, even though the car example is really basic, if you're the purchaser, Instead of saying, I am only going to do this transaction at this specific price, you might consider, well, at this other price point, are there things they can offer to me that appeal to my sense of safety or brand or things that make me feel like I uh, got what I was expecting out of this deal? And from the dealership side, they have the ability to do the same. 
Um, they might say, well, you know, price is one consideration, but certainly we want to build a strong relationship with this customer. How could we restructure this deal so that the price is reasonable and based on fair criteria and standards, but also meets the client's interest? So maybe throwing in additional safety features, uh, a package, whatever it might be, so that you feel satisfied, even though the price perhaps uh, ended up not exactly in the position, the hard position that one side or the other took. So the car example, again, is very straightforward, but imagine if you're purchasing a business uh, or if you're selling your business. And you could imagine if it becomes only about the dollar amount in the transaction, that the negotiation may end up being sort of like a test of wills and everybody gets locked into something very rigid. But if as the seller, you're seeking financial security, maybe that could be that interest could be fulfilled some other way than just in the purchase price. Uh, there could be future years of compensation. There could be different types of incentives. There might be things that are valuable to you that are low cost to the person buying the business, uh, like uh, allowing you to retain a percentage of future sales. Uh, it just all depends on how you want to work it out. But the minute that you say, well, what is my interest in the deal, as opposed to getting locked into a specific position, the opportunity to discover those things opens up. So there's other uh, really important things you can do to get great results from negotiation, but focusing on interests, not positions, is one of them. Wanted to share that with you today. And uh, next time we'll talk about making sure you understand your best alternatives to a negotiated agreement so that you're well prepared and you know when to walk away. Thanks and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye.